Hey friends, welcome to the Women Creating Wealth podcast. I am your hostess, Kate Santerre, and each week I am going to be dishing out all things wealth, money, mindset, all the good stuff. So get ready to get inspired, get real and raw, and start living your life of wealth right now. Hey, Jamie, how's it going? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm really excited to have you on here. Um, so everybody, welcome to today's episode of Women Creating Wealth. I have Jamie Bay with me, a fellow Edmonton boss babe and uh, entrepreneur in the digital space. Um, so it's funny because I was thinking about before we met today, before we got together, I was like, where did I meet Jamie? And I, we've never met in person, but yeah. I think I connected with you through YEG Boss Babes. I think that's how I found you. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so anyways, it's just funny. Cause like, I literally connected with you online through talking on social media. You know, you do a lot of motivational stuff. You're highly, highly motivating and uh, doing some really incredible things. So why don't we just start with like you introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about what you do and go from there. Yeah, for sure. So I um, am the founder and CEO of a full service ad agency called Rogue 52 Marketing. So that is my baby. It is my dream. Um, and so we have a full um, full service team that does all sorts of digital and web and social media, all the stuff. Um, and so, you know, that's part of what I do. The other part is I do life coaching and wellness speaking. Obviously it's been a little bit hindered this year, um, but that's a big passion of mine. Something I never wanted to turn into a full-blown career, um, because it's just, I would have, I would never want it to be work, so to speak. Um, totally. but I've spoken on stages internationally for um, wellness. And also, um, I'm a really big advocate for mental illness. Um, when I first started my business career, um, you know, at 21, I was 21, 22, I was diagnosed with a severe social anxiety disorder at the time. And so a lot of my love for wellness and mental health and all of that advocacy came from the fact that, you know, I, I was dealing with such a horrible illness. Um, and I still struggle, but obviously not to the same extent. Um, mm -hmm. And just spending a lot of time normalizing, you know, women in business, women in professional settings. Um, a lot of us have and men too, a lot of, a lot of people in general have mental illnesses. And, you know, at the time it wasn't something that was regularly talked about. So that was kind of my, um, initial purpose for creating the wellness warrior, which is my, my life coaching platform and just normalizing that conversation and allowing people to know that it's, you can still accomplish great things regardless of, barriers that you're facing in life. I think that's so incredible. Like I, I know a lot of entrepreneurs, um, a lot of women who are out there, like, you know, they're big advocates for, you know, empowerment and independence. And 
a lot the majority of female entrepreneurs I, I don't know I can't really speak for men but I'm sure same goes is they they do struggle with anxiety depression um you know whatever that looks like what and and it comes down to like having it learning about it and then teaching others how to manage it so I think oh, that's no. really cool what you're doing with uh what you've done with that and that's crazy when did you start the wellness warrior when you were 21 no. So oh. the wellness warrior, you know, I actually spent, I didn't even talk about my anxiety. Um, I really hit it for two to three years. I didn't tell anyone about it. It was this hidden thing. It wasn't, even though I worked in an amazing corporate workspace, it wasn't talked about. Um, and really like only, you know, my now fiance knew that I was dealing with this maybe one close friend and then slowly I started talking to more people about it I wanted to get involved so I became um, a board member um, a board director at Momentum Walking Counseling which offers affordable counseling in our city um, and started to do things relating to that and then you know over time started talking about it on larger scales because I realized like I wasn't the only person going through these hardships and so um you know the wellness warrior officially started I believe just over three years ago and then okay. and that came with that came a lot of my involvement with you know being the head of wellness for Yeg Boss Babes and stuff like that and just sharing my story on a broader basis that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it, you obviously grown a lot in the last however many years. I mean, you wouldn't, you would never be able to tell that people struggle with some of the things that they do. And because you talk about it, it makes it so much more real for other people. And it helps them really like be able to come out and say like, look, I have this problem or I have this, you know, this, I don't want to really call it a problem. Uh, whatever you want to call it, right. Everybody, it's different to everyone. And and that's yeah that's that's awesome creating that space for people to be able to talk about that because like I personally also struggle with you know anxiety and depression and it really just comes down to managing it talking about it sharing it with other people if you keep it inside it just becomes worse and worse and I never even yes. when I was in my early 20s I didn't even know what anxiety was I don't think I actually learned what yeah. it was until people started talking about it and I was like oh I think that's what I'm struggling with like that's a huge thing. You know, I experienced my first panic attack at um, my first corporate gala event. And so it was, you know, I was 22 and all these people in suits and it was, it was really intimidating. And I, yeah. I did not know what was happening to my body. Like I started, like my lips started shaking. Um, I was talking to this man and it was just, it, like I, I was having an anxiety attack and I spent the night like pretty much in silence after that. But I, it took a, a, quite a while for me to be diagnosed with a social anxiety disorder because I didn't, uh, again, like you, I didn't know what was happening to my body. I knew it was probably something mental, but I, I didn't know. That's crazy. And yeah. I mean, it's, it's so good like to see like where where you were at and to where you are now. That's awesome. So, um, so that's a little bit about your backstory, which is incredible. So what do you do now? So you have a company, I mean, you obviously have the wellness warrior, which is the life coaching. Um, I think it's really, really neat that you talk about how you don't want it to be 
your career it's more of like it's still you know it brings in an income and stuff but it's like more hobbyish because you're passionate yeah. about it and I really like that because there's things that like I can make a lot of money doing too but I don't want it to ruin my love for it so that's yes. really cool um but what do you what's your main business what do you do and and tell us a little bit about that yeah so I really started my career in marketing um I started in corporate marketing and um, I worked at ATB for in our, we had a really large marketing, marketing and branding division, um, worked with them for six years and moved throughout the company, starting in coordinator roles, moving to um, senior coordinator, then manager, senior manager, and chief of staff, um, and then kind of hit around the six year mark, hit that point um and it doesn't happen to everyone for me it was like I'm I'm I've lost that zest that zest yeah. for waking up in the morning and I always know that you know that is not the life for me when I hit this time where I'm not fulfilled in that way anymore it's time to move on so for me it was um it was <laughs> COVID had already started but I found this you know three year three year three month contract of helping a an athletic brand called Sidekick um, kind of take off and relaunch and be the head of brand for them as they did this. And with that experience, it really led me to, um, to creating Rogue 52 Marketing. And, um, you know, the reason for, I've always, just because I've been involved with the entrepreneurial community in Edmonton and seeing women, you know, go from, which was a lot like my story, go from these six figure salaries to, you know, just leaving and starting their passion. And that, that was always the dream. And when somebody would tell me they did this, it would light me on fire. I was, I was like, that is the coolest thing in the entire world. And so, um, you know, for me, COVID has really been a blessing in that I realized that anything that is normal or was perceived as normal and expected as a society, like I always thought, you know, and it was true, like from a young age, I was expected to do certain things. I was expected to climb a corporate ladder, et cetera. And COVID was really a time that showed us how anything that was normal is not normal. It's, it's a societal restriction that we've made. And so it made me so more, so much more comfortable in being like this, there is no rules, you know, I can make my own rules. And so that's essentially me going rogue. And so that kind of, um, that's why the company is called what it's called. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. And we say, you know, we, we make the rules, they sell well, and it's all behind that. Um, that this brand was founded during COVID. And, you know, I knew that it was a good time to do it because brands were pivoting at the time there's, and we still are, we're pivoting. There's a lot of need for this growth and, you know, marketers are really busy right now. Um, and so from there, really quickly, we had an incredible offer from um, a businesswoman and a, a, a really 
great, amazing um, consulting company I know really well to merge with, which is Diplomat Consulting. And so that, that was absolutely huge for Rogue 52 and our growth and our projections are already, um, you know, half a million in revenue in our first year. And so wow. this is all just, you know, on, on the point of wealth, which is part of your topic, financial wealth and security um, from the, from that specific aspect, it was, um, it was a perfect match. And so, you know, we're really proud of how far we've come in, in that as well. That's incredible. That's such a cool story. Ah, there's, I love finding the positives and things that came out of this pandemic. And that is a huge success story. Wow. Congratulations. That's so incredible. Um, so obviously you've been doing this only for a few months, kind of like not that long. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so awesome. Um, so who are, who are you serving? Like, who's your, your target market? That's great. Yeah. So, um, we definitely, you know, we still, um, and we do still serve smaller clientele. Um, and that's something that is very close to my heart. Um, and we will probably always continue to serve, but as we grow and, um, we have contracts that we do with diplomat as well, um, we're starting to serve more medium to large size businesses, um, but there's still opportunities available for serving those um, smaller clients, entrepreneurial clients um, that we love, you know, working with. I love working with female entrepreneurs. And that was, you know, the start of our business was really focused on that. So, um, now it's more medium to large size businesses, but we still definitely, we have um, services available for small size businesses that are just getting started or wanting a rebrand or not sure where to go in their next step. So it is very um, broad ways. Yeah, for sure. No, that's awesome. Very cool. So Obviously, the podcast is around wealth and specifically women creating wealth. What would you say wealth means to you specifically? Yeah, so this is such a great question. Wealth is obviously, you know, there is a part of it to me that is about this financial security and what that looks like and the steps that you take to get to that place, but also there is the whole, you know, the biggest part for me is um, wealth from a wellness and a purpose perspective and a joy perspective. So having emotional wealth and um, spiritual wealth and everything like that. Um, and, and that wellness aspect is, is the most important part to me about what it means to be wealthy. If you're not, if you don't have those pieces in your life, if you aren't um, fulfilled in your heart, then I don't think that you have wealth. Um, so that's definitely how I would define it. Yeah, I like that because I feel the same way. I feel like if you don't have the health and wellness part, the puzzle just doesn't come together. You could be super financial well financially wealthy but like if you're miserable and you're depressed and it you're not living a true wealthy life so I love that yes 100 um so 
my audience, like I said, is women who are creating wealth through entrepreneurship or not necessarily just through entrepreneurship. It could be whatever journey that they're creating. You know, they could be in the, in a corporate position. It doesn't really matter. Um, and like I said, or like I talk about my definition of wealth is financial stability, health of the mind, body, and soul, and having a true purpose. So what can you touch on or in any area, any or all of these areas, obviously wellness is your big one. So maybe we'll dive into that a little bit. Um, what can you touch on a bit, share with, or, you know, have, let's talk a little bit more. I mean, we talked a little bit about your struggles, which is really cool, but if you have anything else that you want to add or that you can share around that. Around like what, sorry, which so, I mean, you, you, you have a lot of like clients that you coach in wellness. So maybe talk a little bit about that. Like, you know, yeah. what are you helping these clients with in, in we'll, we'll stick to the wellness theme. Cause that's obviously yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, for me, um, I, I really can't function properly and achieve the things I have in a professional setting. If I don't put um, my personal wellness, that piece of wealth first, um, it's absolutely essential to me. So, um, someone like everything that I do, um, to create that is like, there's so many non-negotiables in my life and habits that have been created because I can't show up. I can't show up for my clients. I can't be a good leader to my team, all of these pieces. If I don't have that, um, that wellness as my foundation, which, you know, it's so important. And we're starting to see this more and more in corporate settings, et cetera. Um, because you'll, uh, you'll eventually crumble. Like it's not, um, we, we see this so many times with people, they pay no attention to that side of them. And then, um, you're going to get burnt out. So, you know, especially in the times that we're dealing with right now, it's so needed. And, so for me, um, a big part of that means that you, in the times that you don't need it, so to speak, and I put that in air quotes, because um, it might be like things are coasting, I still have those pieces as my anchors or my foundation, because I know that when something hard comes along, like COVID, it's so much harder to do it. It's so much harder. You don't want to do it because- totally. You're you resist your it mind more. is yeah yeah and and that's when you need it the most so if you've conquered it in the times that everything is smooth sailing then it's a lot easier to maintain when you're going through that hardship because it's second nature to you mm-hmm. so you know for me those things are um they all mesh together and they all help with um they all help with the overall you know both professional and, and personal. So, you know, starting my day with what a lot of people call like a miracle morning or so to speak. Yeah. And that's really different for everyone. So for me, that's journaling and really setting out, you know, not only my purpose for the day, my goals for the month. Um, if I could think of one thing that I could achieve by the end of the day, what would that be? Um, kind of taking a glance back at the day before and what what went either really well or what could I have worked on and then gratitudes are a huge thing so especially 
you know, in the past couple of weeks, um, it's been harder for me. Usually they come to mind really quickly and um, it's good when they're harder because it's not good, but it's, you have to think and there's things, there's always so many things that you can be grateful for. It doesn't matter. Like today, you know, I wrote that I was so thankful that I had, I had a moving body that I could use to like literally be able to work out and fuel those endorphins. Like that is something that we take for granted. For example, that we shouldn't take for granted because not everyone can move their body. Um, So, you know, journaling is huge. The second piece for me is meditation and, you know, from suffering with anxiety, um, it's so important to ground myself um, as often as I possibly can and just get back to that present moment. And it helps with, you know, if you've done any studies or looked up anything with meditation, even if you do like five minutes or 10 minutes, it makes a huge impact. It makes you more creative. It makes you more present. Um, It allows you to be more purposeful. You can catch your negative thoughts. That's a huge part for me. I can catch them quicker because I know what it means to be able to hear what I'm saying to myself. So that's absolutely huge. And then the, the last piece is moving my body, like moving my body at least five, five days a week, um, for 30 minutes and getting a sweat session in, Um, I have a group of accountability women and that's just absolutely needed for, for me and, and releasing those endorphins. And there's a reason, you know, all of these things might seem intuitive, but if you're not doing them, then they're obviously not that intuitive. Um, yeah. And so it's making those habits, right? Yeah. Like I even fell off on all of that for a long time and you can just see like a huge difference in someone when they start doing it again, or when they start doing it in general, Mm -hmm. like everyone's morning routine looks a little bit different, but like, you know, it's, it's pretty much the same idea, right? You, you want to take care of, of, you know, the body, the mind, that's like first thing first in the morning kind of thing. Um, like I wake up, before my kids in the morning and it's super early, but like, I like it. I like that time alone. It gives me time to think, be grounded, be grateful before like the chaos in the morning. And then, yeah. Then once I drop them off at school, I go to the gym, um, or I work out in my basement now, (laughs) I have to, but, um, but I mean, and then you're just better. You feel better. You're confident moving into your day. You're not like the stresses, they don't come as easily. And I think that's really, I think that's really important not filling yourself with garbage first thing in the morning as well. Like, you know, scrolling social media, watching the news, right? A hundred percent. You know, that's so, and using things to your advantage. Like there's, um, I have time blockers set on my phone, which you can, you know, everyone can easily do now. So, you know, in the evening after eight 30, my phone essentially is on downtime mode. And so that's, you know, time where I read something that's really powerful to me. And, um, you know, I take time with Sheldon, my fiance, and uh, we, we hang out with the dogs and it's our time to unwind, which is also equally as important to get that sleep that's needed um, 
you know, sleep is obviously another one that's absolutely huge. You can't function, you know, those days where you just have a miserable sleep, you're just not, it's, it's the worst. Right. And mm-hmm. you would know more than yeah. me because you're a mom. Um, oh yeah. But yeah. So, you know, those are, um, a couple things. And then during the day, you know, really a huge thing for me too. So I'm not just scrambling and, you know, with the, with the busy lives, a lot of us live, it's so easy to be scrambling from task to task. So a huge thing for me is the rule of three or people call it different things, but essentially, um, before I even check my inbox, I write down, like I look at my list and it's like, what are three things that I would be grateful if I accomplished today? And obviously that's based completely on, okay, how many things do I have on the go? You know, today it's like, I, I had a lot, I have a lot of meetings. So that means that maybe make them less intense, but still three things that I have set for my daily goals. And then I do the same thing. Um, I have monthly goals as well um, that lead into quarterly goals, like all of this stuff that I'm always referring, reverting back to, um, to make sure that I feel really centered in, in having this intentional set out day. Those are, you know, so important for me to do as well. and power hours, all this stuff to um, set myself up for, for success. So I'm not just like randomly going through the motions. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm huge on stuff like that too. That's, that's super important. I, a lot of people, like, especially entrepreneurs, they just like have all this work to do and they don't really know like when or where, and they just kind of like start like just grabbing at things. It's really important to be organized and and create that space. So that's awesome. Um, this, so, I mean, with everything that's going on in the world right now, you know, yesterday in Alberta, we had a massive announcement that kind of, I know, put a lot of people in shambles. Um, Mm -hmm. you're, you're really good at, you know, staying positive and creating positivity online and helping people get through tough times and it's it's funny because like I know that you do your morning accountability workout every day I because you know you're posting it you're sharing it and I think that's really good for people to see um and then you know when you have a bad day you talk about it and I'm the same way you know I like to really show that parenting is not what Instagram makes it look like for most people that it's like it's tough as hell. I'm tired. A lot of the times I'm not always dressed really cute. Like I'm just like, right. I think it's really important to, to show up authentically, which you're really good at. Um, but I mean, what could you give my audience some advice or like just some like words of wisdom during this time, like something to like shine a little light on what's happening and like some, some ideas or advice to like help with their wellness during this time and, and some things that they mm. could. Yeah. You know, and that's such a good question. Did I lose you there? No, nope. no, okay, <laughs> we're still here. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's such a good question. And for me, you know, it, it, it's still hard. It had to happen. I think um, we needed these restrictions in place. People are you know, people are really sick in our province. They're 
dying, it's, it's needed, but it doesn't mean that it's not hard. And it doesn't mean that, um, you know, I, I did, I was, I was really upset last night. I think everyone was really upset last night. Um, even I know a though, lot of people were having a drink. <laughs> so. Yeah, a lot of people were having, yes, um, you know, <laughs> definitely had a glass of wine. Um, and, you know, obviously a really important thing is to just give yourself grace. You're not in it alone. Like you totally. give yourself that grace. You're not supposed to be perfect. And it's one thing to say, but it's, it's another thing to know. You don't, you don't have to have it pulled together and you don't have to, um, you know, always be positive. Some things are shitty. It's, it was shitty. Um, but that being said, you know, for me, it's really important for just how I am to be able to have some things that anchor me back to um, finding the good in really difficult situations. And yeah. sometimes depending on the situation, it's easier than other times. You know, we've seen people go through um, tremendous hardship. Um, you know, we've um, my fiance, like we've lost, he has lost his, his dad. So my father-in-law, and then we lost our, um, 23 year old brother, both to suicide. And so those are, those are very extreme things. And so yeah. in comparison, um, this is, uh, not this as is bad. a lot easier than something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what can you, what are the things that you can still hold on to and, um, you know, remember how life is still a gift and there's mm -hmm. still so many things that, um, that we can be grateful for. And it doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you can't have a cry session. It doesn't mean that you can't feel like this sucks. It's just like, what are the things that are going to help you? And, you know, the things that I talked about, another thing, um, two is like, obviously, you know, moving your body and stuff like that, those are going to release your, your good endorphins. And they're going to get you kind of pumped up going outside and going for a walk, taking your dog for a walk. Um, all these, you know, things. Another thing for me is what am I consuming? So whether that's, you know, podcasts that I'm listening to, the books that I'm reading, um, the news, how much am I ingesting this negative, um, crappy news or conspiracy news? Um, yeah. and, this, and just limiting that because yeah. it's all what you put into your mind. Um, totally. and, and paying attention to, to these triggers for yourself. So when you notice yourself having a negative trigger, this comes back to meditation. If you meditate a decent amount, you can kind of catch these a lot quicker. Um, so what, what can you say to yourself instead when, or, or backtrack if you notice, you know, okay, what put me in this negative mood? Um, and sometimes for me, that means I need to journal on it. And, um, sometimes that seems like, a like, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like journaling, but it helps. It helps yeah, so much to journal out like what, what was I, what am I thinking? You know, um, just like writing down, it's like you're a psychologist to yourself because you're able to like pen to paper is so 
freaking powerful. So all of these things, and like you said, like paying attention to what you consume and, you know, keeping this positive outlook with the people that, and the people and the, the media that you surround yourself with, even if it's like the person you're living with your spouse and, you know, I'm blessed to have somebody in my life, like my, my spouse, who, you know, we, we just push to keep that positive mentality. All these things um, are so important. And so, yeah, it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to take the time and, you know, habit building, building these habits. There's so many ways, like I, I'm obsessed with habit building, but it's, it's so easy to be like, just do this. Um, it's completely different to actually integrate it into your life. So there's so many things that you can do to, um, make, you know, habits in your life that actually stick. So there's some really great books, you know, atomic habits is definitely one of my favorites on, on that. Um, another one is Gretchen Rubin. She writes the happiness project, but she also writes a book that's called better than before. And that's also about habits. So books like that are really helpful. If you want to kind of understand how to get into the habits, because we all know the things we're supposed to do, but like, how do you actually do them? Totally. Yeah. I, um, and I think getting into them before a crisis happens, like you said, just will help you push through that crisis when it does occur, which, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love that. Um, so at the end, uh, actually, before we end, um, where can people find you? So, and are you releasing any like workshops or anything coming up? I know you do a lot of online workshops and stuff. I'm not really sure if you did. We didn't really talk about that before. Yeah. So we do have, um, on January 17th, which is a Sunday, we are doing a virtual event where I don't have my book on me, but, um, the purpose planner is something that I created with a group of life coaches. Um, and we have, um, we've partnered with the egg boss babes for this event. It's a two hour workshop where, you know, I talked earlier about having my goals for the year and then almost reverse engineering them. You have three big goals. You reverse engineer them. This book is, um, over 400 pages because it's um 365 days of purpose plus it's all of your whys and your um goals and your um visions all this stuff is in this book and so um the session you know last year was in person it was amazing but um we're doing it obviously virtually um i'm i'm gonna be one of the um life coaches there tracy jasmine is an incredible photographer, but also a business coach in the city. She's going to be there. Our keynote is Aaron, who owns The Skinny, um, who is an incredible business mogul who's built a multi-million um, dollar retail chain in just a short, um, you know, a short six-year period of time. So she is going to talk from that amazing entrepreneurial perspective. We also have meditation at the start. People can get VIP packs that include these the physical books and over $150 worth of swag and stuff like that so that's an event that is my baby I do it once a year it's so it's great to reset your intentions and your goals and have some experts there who can help you do that so we're super excited for um that um and then 
for being able to find me. Um, you can find me at, um, on Instagram, it's at the wellness warrior underscore. Um, or you can send me an email at Jamie at rogue 52.com. Um, and then, you know, rogue 52.com is also our website. Sweet. Um, for the, for the, I'll share all those links in the yeah. show notes so that anyone can find you for the workshop. Is there like a cutoff date? Um, can I share the link in the show notes for people? Yes, to you can join? share okay. the link. It's in my, it's in my Instagram bio right now. Um, cool. there is a hundred physical planners and then you can also buy digital planners if you would like. So we won't put the cutoff until probably a week or two prior to the event, just so people can get their VIP bags. Um, you know, we've partnered with some amazing organizations. There's going to be champagne in your bag and all this fun stuff. Um, so (laughs) yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Last year's was amazing. Um, you know, I think there was 75 women in person. Um, obviously this year is different, but I love that it can be, you don't have to be in Edmonton to attend it, which is really fantastic. Um, and so, yeah, I'm super excited about that one. Awesome. I will be uh, definitely share that with everybody so that they can take a look. Um, so now we're coming to the end. Um, at the end of every show, I share an affirmation around wealth or abundance. When I have guests come on, I get them to share their favorite one. So if you have one, you could share. I do. And I wrote it down. Um, <laughs> Perfect. So this is one that I constantly remind myself of, and it's kind of based on a lot of things that we've talked about. So um, for me, it's regardless of circumstances, I am always in complete control of my thoughts and my actions. That's really huge for me. That's amazing. That's a huge one. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for coming and joining me. I know people are going to love to hear what you had to say today, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, Before we head off, is there anything else that you wanted to, to add or touch on? No, that's everything. Thank you so much for having me. And it was my pleasure. Yeah, you're welcome. Awesome. Thank you so much. We will chat soon. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Women Creating Wealth. If you want more info, check out the show notes and please share with someone who you think would absolutely love to hear what we chatted about today. Don't forget to leave me a review. Let me know what you loved. And last but not least, give me a follow on Instagram at The Real Mamapreneur. Take a screenshot, share on your stories, and don't forget to tag me. I'm excited to chat again next week. We'll talk soon.